Yeah! Driving with Joe. 11 a.m. Manaville, New York. What do you know? What do you say? Driving with me in the car. Been getting a lot of podcasts done here on the Anchor app this week because I told you I'm back and I'm better than ever. So here we go, us Met fans now get back into the saddle today. So this podcast is going to break down the Mets trades, which I guaranteed you a few days ago, and also a little fairy tale for Mets world and us Met fans and how all of us Met fans, some part of us, some bigger than others, hold out hope. And we start doing the calculation every July, how can we get back to being relevant? How can we get back to the wild card hunt? And even though we are the second worst team in the National League, I'll entertain it for the purposes of this podcast. So first and foremost, we know the Mets are sellers. We know that's going down. It's all over the papers here in New York. Noah Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler, all the names I told you. Listen, everybody is available. Everyone's available except for DeGrom, except for McNeil, except for Alonzo. Everyone else is available. Everyone. Everyone. We talked about it. Does it make sense to get rid of Ramos? Nah, not really. People are killing him for his defense. They need to stop. They need to stop with that. You know, things like that. You know, you're going to get rid of Nimmo? No, because he's injured. So you got to use some common sense. Do you really get rid of Diaz? Only give him half a year in Queens? I don't think so. You know, things like that. Things like that. But we're going to break this down, and we're going to start with the biggest name of all, Noah Syndergaard, which I do think that deal may take the longest because it's going to take the most amount to get him when it comes to Syndergaard. See, Syndergaard, for all of us Mets fans, we love him. We have a soft spot for him. Our New, us as New Yorkers, we love him. The whole meet me 60 feet, six inches away. Yeah, how do you not love that guy? You got to love a guy like that if you're a New Yorker. Yeah, you got a problem with what I'm saying? Come kick my ass. I'm right here. Yeah, we like that stuff. So Noah Syndergaard, we don't want to see him go. But let's face it. I, you've heard me say it this season. Noah Syndergaard wants out of Queens. He wants out of Queens. And the reason why I can say that is because he's grooving fastballs right down the plate. So he wants out. So God bless Noah. Thank you for the memories. You're a great kid, great guy. You built like freaking Thor. You know, it was nice with the whole uh, Marvel Avenger names and everything else we got going on, the superheroes. But it's over. So we got to say, Syndergaard is gone. I told you a few podcasts ago, pull up the drive with Joe. I think the best deal the Mets can do with most in return is Syndergaard and Rosario. There is no room for Rosario anymore. Rosario is not Jose Reyes. He never will be Jose Reyes. When Jose Reyes came up, he's hitting 300 before you know and stealing 50 bags. Ahmad Rosario is not that. He is not that. He's an above average fielder at best. He's an above average hitter at best. You know, I always say this. When you want to know what you really have to trade, if they're really that much of an asset or not, you take that guy, you go up and down everyone's lineup, and Ahmad Rosario, we're talking about him, you take him, you go up and down everyone's lineup, at shortstop, and you say, does he start on that team? The answer is no. For most other teams, besides the bottom feeders. And we're not trading with bottom feeders, we're trading with teams who want to win. And for the most part, teams who want to win have that shortstop. So what's Rosario going to do for them? I don't know. But if he needs to sweeten the deal by getting someone young or on the younger side in the deal, because we're going to rape you for prospects, then so be it. So be it. I think Syndergaard, Rosario, maybe you throw a low-level prospect in there, and you get five or six people back. 
So let's start with the team that everyone's hot and bothered with, the San Diego Padres. Again, driving with Joe talked about the Padres, the Brewers, talked about the Astros, talked about all these teams a week or two ago. And once again, I'm ahead of the curve as the Daily Post and the Daily News and everyone else these last two days want to talk about Wheeler to the Brewers, maybe Syndergaard to the Astros. I said this. I said this to Phil from Shirley two weeks ago. I said this to Vinny Uch down in Florida weeks ago. I said it on the podcast weeks ago. You got to look at what teams are in the market and what teams have the pieces or the prospects to trade. It's not brain surgery, okay? It's not brain surgery here. And it's a shame that New York, with the great media that we have here, you know, because there's a newspaper writer and someone on Twitter every two seconds that it takes this long and this many people talking about it. Well, I didn't hear anyone talking about these deals a few weeks ago when I talked about it. So go scratch. I know no one's listening but my family and friends. But hey, family and friends who've been listening, you know it's the truth. I've been saying it. Okay, driving with Joe again, breaking the story. But let's start with the San Diego Padres, like I said. So if Syndergaard's going to go to the Padres, which I don't think he will. I know the Padres love him. I know the Padres. Here's the deal with the Padres. The Padres, with Machado and everybody else, they want to inject the organization with now some proven young talent to really hit the fast-forward button on this organization by becoming a legitimate contender. They did not spend all that money on Machado just to play around in the third, fourth-place world. That's not what they did. They are looking for a championship, and God bless them. They went all in on Machado, and they want to go all in on Syndergaard. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to tell you what it's going to take. First of all, the reason why everyone's saying San Diego is because San Diego, I told you a few weeks ago on the podcast, the reason why we went all in with Cano and Diaz was a win-now season for Syndergaard. He's either going to pitch his way to an extension, or he's going to pitch his way out of Queens. And it looks like he's pitching his way out of Queens. And San Diego was hot and bothered with Syndergaard in the beginning of the year. So it's it's an easy story to write. Can it happen? Sure, anything can happen. When push comes to shove, I think I have a better destination for him. But let's entertain the fact that Syndergaard goes to the Padres. The San Diego Padres have the deepest farm system in baseball. That's why it makes sense. That's why it makes sense to these New York Mets beat writers. That's why it even makes sense to the New York Mets. They have the deepest farm system. But here's where people get excited, and I think we need to temper expectations a little bit. They're going to start with Mackenzie Gore. Okay, left-handed pitcher, 20 years old. He is the gem. He is the creme de la creme of the San Diego Padres minor league system. Well, we're giving him Syndergaard. Yeah, you know, we are. We're giving him a tall right-handed starter who throws high 90s, who's got nasty stuff and can be dominant, but he hasn't been. So we're not trading him at his peak, which I think is a terrible excuse to not trade him because you need different people in here. You need a different philosophy going into 2020. That's just my opinion. So again, Mackenzie Gore, left-handed pitcher, 20 years old. He's an A-plus bull right now. He's 7-1 with a 1.02 ERA. Mackenzie Gore would be amazing if we can get him. I don't think we get him back if we trade Syndergaard to the Padres. But Mackenzie Gore, if we could figure that out, that would be amazing. We're going to bounce then down to their next best prospect, Luis Urias. Infield. It's a contact hitter. He's 22 years old, AAA. All right. The guy's batting 318. He's got 18 home runs, 48 RBIs. I think he's a possible get. He's their best position player. Of course, the Padres would not want to give him or Mackenzie Gore up. They want to keep their best pitcher, their best position player. I get it. This kid's 22. He's not 19. He's ready. 
He's in AAA. He's dominating AAA. He is ready to rock and roll. Luis Urias. That is where I think really our ceiling is. If we're going to trade Syndergaard to the Padres. And you got a bunch of other guys too who aren't half bad. You've got Luis Patino, right-handed pitcher, 19 years old, a Paisan. He's an A-plus ball. His record in ERA is not great. Of course, that would be who the Mets get. He's 4-7 with a 338 ERA and A-plus ball. You got Adrian Morjan. Morjan, his he's a left-handed pitcher, 20 years old, triple A, 0-4 with a 478. Of course, we don't want him either. Okay, Mikel Baez, right-handed pitcher. He's 23 years old. He's in double A, 3-2 with a 231 ERA. Not awful. Not awful. You hear the kid Baez from San Diego as his second or third piece in the deal. Not terrible, guys. I gotta tell you, to be in double A, I know he's 23. All right, but you're talking about double A finishes with the Mets this year. Baez, triple A next year. Maybe, maybe we bring him up. Nice little bullpen arm. Just saying. Ryan Weathers, left-handed pitcher. He is the son of Dave Weathers. Remember him? Pitch for the Reds and everybody else. Right-hander. This kid's 19 years old. He's in single A. Pitched to a 2-4 record, 3-4 ERA. Again, nothing special. They got another lefty, Logan Allen. I told you the Padres are deep. Logan Allen, 22 years old. He's in AAA. He's 4-3 with a 5-15 ERA. I want no part of him. Of course, again, that's who the Mets will get. Xavier Edwards, second baseman, 19, single A. He is very, very intriguing. He is very young. Single A. He is batting 336 in single A, and he's stealing 20 bases so far. So 20 stolen bases with a 336 ER uh, batting average. I'm sorry. 336 batting average. He plays second base. Xavier Edwards. So you look at this, the Padres, like I said, the deepest team in baseball when it comes to prospects. It makes sense for Syndergaard. Do we really think that they're getting Mackenzie Gore, Luis Urias, and all these other guys? No. Listen, nobody wants to trade their best prospects. And especially the Padres for this year are not a one-guy-away team. So as much as this makes sense on paper, I don't think it's going to happen. And if it does happen, I'm going to tell you right now, Met fans, you are going to be underwhelmed. You are not going to be impressed. We do not want Noah Syndergaard to go to the Padres because I don't think the Padres are giving up Gore or Urias because the Padres deep down know they're not one guy away. So then what does that give you? That gives you where maybe... Maybe the prize of a trade is the kid Xavier Edwards, the second baseman who's only 19, and he's three or four years away. Yes, he's beating the shit out of the ball at 336. He's got no power. He's got 20 stolen bases. All right, that 336 average, you tell me he's doing that at 19 in double A? All right, we got something to talk about right now. But we've seen this. We've seen this. There are a lot of lifelong minor league players we do not know. I'm telling you right now, if he goes to the Padres... We either need to get Gore or Urias back, but I don't think it's happening. Because I think the Padres, let's face it again, Mets fans, you forget. Not everyone's here to help you. Not everyone's here to take the Mets garbage. Not everyone's here to help the Mets get back to some type of glory because it's been forever. No, the Padres have their own plans. You think Urias and Gore are not part of their plans? Of course they are. Of course they are. So if we can get one of them, it's a steal. Honestly. If we can get... Mackenzie Gore or Luis Urias. We make that deal today. Today. I don't think they give up Gore. But let's say they give him. You want to take Mackenzie? Hey, listen, we're giving you a guy right now who's ready. Mackenzie's 20 years old. He's an A-plus ball. I know he's a stud. Maybe he turns into something. Maybe he doesn't. But you're trading 
and you get you're getting San Diego Noah Syndergaard, who's a proven commodity in the major leagues. Yes, he's having a terrible season, but he's a proven commodity. He can do it here. Some people can't even do it here. Noah Syndergaard can do it here. Get me on the phone. I'll get Mackenzie Gore back. But this is what we're looking at here. I take him. I take Mackenzie Gore, left-handed pitcher. He goes right to Double A. Let's move him, fast track him. He's in the rotation in two years. And then you want to give me the guy, I'll take Baez. He'll be the second prospect. Let's have some fun with this, right? So you're not going to get Urias and Gore. So you're going to get Gore or Urias. Let's say we get Gore, replace a pitcher with a pitcher. We get Baez for the bullpen. Ah, Ryan Weathers at 19. Sure. I'd rather have Ryan Weathers and the kid Logan Allen and Xavier Edwards. So that's the package that San Diego Padres, in my opinion, need to put together for Mets fans to be happy, and Mets fans won't be happy. But you're getting four prospects back. You're getting the best pitcher in their, in their entire farm system in Mackenzie Gore. You're getting Michael Baez, who's 23, who's already pitching double-A to a 2-3-1 ERA. Could be a year away from being a nice bullpen piece for us. Ryan Weathers, who is, hey, a pie in the sky. He's 19 years old. No one knows who the hell, what the hell he's going to do. He's not dominating single-A, but that's okay. That's why he's a throw-in piece. And Xavier Edwards, second baseman who's 19, showing nice speed, good contact hitter, could be a very serviceable Major League Baseball player. That's my package. And if you want to take Gore out of there and you want to throw Urias in instead, throw Urias and then instead of throwing in Edwards, because what's the point of getting the two second basemen or the two infielders? You want to give me Morajan, you want to give me somebody else, you want to give me the kid Patino, I'm fine with that too. But it's going to take a package from the Padres of at least four prospects. That's my opinion. That's what I really feel. Where do I think he's going? I don't think he's going to the Padres, but you know they love him. I think he's going to the Houston Astros. And I said this to Phil from Shirley and my brother Vinny Uch down in Florida, that the package needs to start. And I absolutely love Kyle Tucker, the outfielder. Oh, my God. For my money, you pull up an MLB prospects list today. Go ahead, Google it. He's ranked like number 10. It's around there, 9, 10, 11. Uh, for my money, he might be the best prospect in the minor leagues. Hands down. That's how high I am on this guy. I think he might be the best prospect in baseball. And if he's not, okay, another guy for the Astros that might be second or first is Jordan, Jordan Alvarez, another outfielder. Listen to these numbers of Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker, 22 years old. He's in AAA, not single A, A-plus ball, AAA. 24 home runs, 64 RBIs, 20 stolen bases, batting 272. Did you guys hear me with that? Did you guys hear me? Kyle Tucker, 22 years old, in AAA, AAA, not single A nonsense, AAA. He's got 24 home runs, 64 RBIs, 20 stolen bases, and he's batting 272. Guys, I, I, I don't know what else to say about this kid. He's the white Carlos Beltran. Get him. He's the white Carlos Beltran. Is that racist? I don't mean to be racist, but we don't have guys who could do this. Jordan Alvarez, outfielder, also in the Astros farm system. 22 years old, also in AAA. 
22 home runs, 71 RBIs, batting 343 as a 22-year-old in AAA, Jordan Alvarez. Astros, listen, I don't need a four-prospect package from the Astros. I just want one of those guys. One of those guys, and then two shots in the dark, you want to send me single-A guys at 19 years old who may never amount to anything? I don't care. I want Tucker. I want Alvarez. And if I'm the Mets, that's who I'm sending them to. And the reason why it makes sense for Houston is, of course, Houston, the way they've been these last few years, they're right at the top right there. They're going to be right in the mix for a championship. Noah Syndergaard and Verlander and Cole and all these guys in a rotation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It makes so much sense. And the Astros are stacked in the outfield. They're stacked. One of these guys has to go. We have to get him. I'm telling you, Houston is going to make a trade, whether it's with the Mets or not, and one of these guys is going. One of these guys is going to the other team. It needs to be us. We need to trade Noah Syndergaard to the Houston Astros. Another team that's coming up is the Brewers. I like the Brewers. I think the Brewers are a better fit for Zach Wheeler. I think a pie in the sky for the Brewers is the guy, uh, Hiora, the second baseman, 22 years old, AAA, 19 home runs, 46 RBIs, batting 329. I mean, guys, there are a ton of really good young Major League Baseball players out there who are stuck behind people. I mean, it's... I think Wheeler goes to the Brewers. I don't think he get Hiora. I would love to get Hiora for Wheeler. Do we got to give Wheeler and Rosario to get... I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Because at the end of the day, when you see these guys for a few years, you know what they are. I think Zach Wheeler has found himself. The guy's throwing high 90s. He's throwing strikes. Zach Wheeler has really brought himself back these last two years. And I mean, I'm happy for the guy. He seems like a young, good dude. You know, we got him the whole Beltran trade and everything else. Listen, I was rooting for him back then. I'm still rooting for him. You know, he's been through a lot of shit here in New York. You know, you can see this times he's gotten frustrated with the media. Zach Wheeler to the Brewers, I think it's a better fit. I think it's a better fit for Milwaukee. I think if we can get Hiora, it's a better fit for us. And then there's no need. Same thing with the Houston. The Brewers are in the mix. The Brewers are in the mix. So whether Syndergaard goes there, Wheeler goes there, I think those are really two of the teams you're looking at right here. They're going to make moves with somebody. Houston's going to make a move. We know Milwaukee's going to make a move. We know a team like the Yankees is going to make the move. You know, I opened up New- Newsday today, and Zach Wheeler on the back cover, oh, it makes sense to trade with the Yankees. Listen, the only way it would make sense to trade with the Yankees is to get Clint Frazier back, and the Yankees are not giving us Clint Frazier. For the same reason why Mef- the Mets do not want one of their guys to go to the Yankees and become this all-star, amazing player, the Yankees feel the same way. The Yankees don't want that. Okay? So we're not getting them. We're not getting them. And of course, in typical Yankee fashion, with all the injuries they had, just talk about the Yankees for a second, all the injuries they had and continue to win games, all those guys, their market's through the roof. That no-name team they were running out there when Stanton and Judge and everyone else is hurt, their market is through the roof. Their price is through the roof for those guys. And rightfully so. Those guys did a nice job. I don't want any of them. I'm not overpaying for these bums who happen to hit good in Yankee Stadium because they shoot the porch and right. I'm not doing that. 
You know, you go to Fenway and you got the the green monster in left that's at two hundred and eighty feet. Yeah, I'm not I'm not overpaying for this. Baltimore Orioles, Bambox. I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. A team that's going to be interesting to me, and I'm calling this right now, and a lot of people aren't talking about this team. A team that's very interesting to me, which I think is going to swoop in, whether it's with the Mets, whether it's with the Giants for Baumgartner, which I know everyone knows the Yankees are hot on Madison Baumgartner. I get it. That would put them over the edge, in my opinion. I know they're also talking about Stroman. I'm telling you right now, I think one of those guys goes to this surprise team that no one's talking about, and that is the Minnesota Twins. I think the Minnesota Twins are a very exciting, young Good team that with a guy like a Baumgartner, like Madison Baumgartner goes to the Minnesota Twins. You know, we got Minnesota Twins, don't sleep on them. They're a good, exciting young team. And I think the Minnesota Twins are a team that people really have to look out for because they're the guys that are going to swing in and make a trade. They're, they're the guys that are going to come in. For Baumgartner. I'm telling you right now. Or Stroman. I'm telling you right now. And there's so many people linked to Baumgartner, you know. Are the Oakland A's going to be in? The Atlanta Braves are showing interest. We know the Yankees. Here in New York, they've been talking about Baumgartner to the Yankees for the last three weeks. But the Minnesota Twins are getting somebody. I really... And here's why. They're young... They're ready to win now. They're playing great. And they have five of the top 100 prospects in baseball. It's a perfect storm. And no one's talking about the Minnesota Twins. So once again, driving with Joby the first said, Minnesota Twins. Now that I said that, what was it? It's 11.31 a.m. Watch an article come out at 11.35. Somebody's watching me. I'm telling you, the Minnesota Twins are coming out to make a trade. And they're going to be aggressive. They have five. Of the top 100 prospects, I wouldn't be surprised if they give up two or three of the top 100 prospects for a guy like a Baumgartner, for a guy like a Stroman, for a guy like Syndergaard. Don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. So that's the trade breakdown right now. You know, are there other teams that can be interested? Sure. But then you look at it. You know, we're not trading anybody to the to the Yankees. We're not trading anyone to the Braves. You know, we're not doing that. Tampa Bay never trades for anybody. You know, but they're right in the mix, believe it or not. Boston, of course, is a very interesting team. I said that a few weeks ago. Don't be surprised if Boston gets in the mix for Noah Syndergaard or for Zach Wheeler or for any of the Mets guys. Don't be surprised about that. Cleveland, they got a lot of juice from the All-Star game. They're 12 games over 500. I get it. You know, people talk about teams like the White Sox. The White Sox are two games on the 500. They're, they're sellers. They should not be buying anyone right now. The Houston Astros, though. The Astros. The Twins. Those are the teams that are going to make the moves. Like I said, we're not trading to the Braves. The Cubs. The Brewers. Don't sleep on the Cardinals. Or the Pirates. That NL Central, you know, you have first place Cubs. Last place is four and a half games out of first. And the Cincinnati Reds. That's wide open. You got to see what they're going to do. I think a lot of them will stay pat. But the Cardinals, great organization. The Brewers we talked about. The Cubs we've talked about in the past. And then, of course, the Dodgers, which I don't think they have more room. They don't have any room for anybody. 
But the Padres is sitting right there at 500. It doesn't make sense. I don't think it makes sense. Everyone's talking up the Padres and loving the Padres for Syndergaard. I know they love the guy. It would be more of a long-term deal. But again, if it's a long-term deal, why wouldn't they want to hold on to Mackenzie Gore and Luis Urias? And it only makes sense for us if we get one of those guys back. That's my take. I did promise you a little pie-in-the-sky fantasy world as the Mets fans do it themselves every year. So I'm going to now entertain this for the next three to four minutes and tell you begrudgingly how many Mets fans still believe there's a chance for the Mets here in 2019. And I'm going to add a little gas to the fire and tell you how it's going to happen. And it starts today against the Marlins. See, the Mets schedule coming up. The Mets have winnable series until about August 8th, August 9th. August 8th, August 9th, the Mets then face the Washington Nationals. And I'm telling you right now, again, I'm going to throw gas on the fire right now. You want Mets fans? You want to go nuts? You want to go nuts, Mets fans? Here you go. You start today with the Marlins. You sweep the Marlins. Because you got to get back to 500. You heard driving with Joe say it a million times. If you're not 500, you're irrelevant. You're 10 games on the 500 right now. Let me tell you how you're going to get those 10 games back. You're going to sweep the Marlins. You have to sweep them. You're going to split the twin series. You got a two game twin series after the Marlins. You're going to split that. So now you're 4 and 1. You're going to win three out of four against the Giants who suck. Right? I mean, we suck too, the Mets. But three out of four, seven and two. Then you got the Padres who suck. You're going to win two out of three there. Then you're home against the Pirates who suck. Two out of three there. You got the White Sox. You're going to Chicago for the White Sox. Two out of three. Pittsburgh, then again home to Miami, and then Washington. These next 25 games, the, uh, the Mets, I'm sorry, these next 20 games, the Mets need to go 15-5. and five. Is it possible? Now all you Mets fans are going to go nuts. Well, if we didn't blow these games, you know, this, that, the other thing, we, we'd be in first place. You know, Vinny Uch said it before, he's absolutely right. But the problem is we did blow these games. Why did we blow these games? Because the bullpen sucks. Because we're not blowing anyone out offensively. Our offense is good enough to keep everybody in the game. And then when our bullpen comes in and shuts it down, well, they're shutting it down because we're down 4-1 because Syndergaard grew fastballs. Well, the starter didn't have it that day. It's been Murphy's Law all year with this team. So I want you guys, if you're true Mets fans, and you like drinking the Kool-Aid and you think we're going to get back into this, I want you to pull up their schedule and you tell me in the next 20 games what teams they can't beat. I think they can win every series if they play the way they're supposed to play, but they haven't played that all year. They haven't given us any indication. Now, you sprinkle into that mix that they're going to be trading Wheeler and Syndergaard and everything else, and you know what? I don't see it happening. I don't. But for you Mets fans who like the pie in the sky, people like my father who say, oh, it's not over till it's over. Yep, and you know what? This is the stretch right now. Go out tonight and lose to the Miami Marlins and trade every one. I don't want to hear about Dom Smith. He's batting three over three on. He finally found himself. I don't care. He's stuck behind Alonzo. Get rid of him. He's not an outfielder. Get rid of him. I love Michael Conforto. Been a big fan of his since he came up. Trade him. Lagaris, gone. Gone. No one's going to take the Cano deal. I'm tired of paying players to play for other teams. 
So you're stuck with Cano. Sorry. Rosario, gone. Frazier, gone. I like J.D. Davis. You want to get rid of him too? Gone. I like Ramos. I like Ramos. The pitchers don't like him. All right, gone. But two of those pitchers were going to trade anyway. Ramos batting 280. 270. I keep telling you guys, remember the Travis Darno's of the world? 215. Everyone went nuts because Darno hit a game winner against the Yankees the other day. Oh, Ramos sucks. Ramos is batting 70 points higher, 60 points higher. Travis Darno sucks. Stop it. Stop it. I like Ramos. Want to keep him? There's no one in the bullpen even worth talking about. And I don't think you give up Diaz after half a season in Queens. I don't. I think Diaz is going to find himself on the DL. What I think is going to happen with the Mets is I think the Mets are going to split the Marlins series. Everyone's going to get traded. You have to make MLB made changes to the trade rules now. So everything has to get done in July. So this is happening. This is coming. I think the Mets, instead of sweeping the Marlins, I think they're going to split the series with the Marlins. Marlins always give them a tough time. And everyone's going to get traded. And that's it. Everyone's going to get traded. They'll put Cano on the DL, and they'll put Diaz on the DL. Mark my words. If that happens and everyone gets traded, mark my words. I would not be surprised if this series is the series that decides it for Brody and the Wilpons. Sweep the Marlins. They may hold on for another series, continue the trade talks until the absolute last minute. They might. But if not, I'm telling you right now, if they start losing, they lose tonight, it could be over. It could be absolutely over. Sell everybody. Sell everybody. I don't want to hear it. July 31st is coming. July 31st is the date. But it starts tonight against the Marlins. Lose tonight. Get rid of everybody. That's the trade scenarios. Watch out for the Twins. Okay. Of course, Cubs, teams like that, the Cardinals. But I'm telling you, the Minnesota Twins, they're going to get somebody. Five of the top 100 prospects, and nobody is talking about them making a deal. Look out. Look out. They're getting someone. That's the whole breakdown. That's the Mets update. It's going to be a lot of stuff coming forward um, because of all the free time right now. But also, it is the MLB trade deadline. We'll talk more. Yeah, I know Russell Westbrook went to the Rockets. Who cares? Make fun of him a little bit in the podcast. But this is all baseball and football before you know it. Still going to break down the divisions and everything else. Football, give you a little fantasy football preview. But people are giving it too early. People are giving it way too early just to fill up the radio and fill up their blogs and whatnot. It's way too early to make any type of predictions on anything at this moment. But that's my breakdown for the Mets. Hope you enjoy it. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. We're lucky if we split the series against the Marlins and then get rid of everybody. Remember, you want to take note of names, Padres, you hear we're in the mix with Padres, Gore and Urias. You hear we're in the mix with Houston, Tucker and Alvarez. You hear in the mix with Brewers, Hiora. That's it. That's my take. Watch out for the Twins. I'll see you later.